Peter. There we go. All right. Um, no warm up, Sean. We're jumping right into it. Um, hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Lance, and this is Sean. Uh, we've already done an introduction video. Go watch that. It talks about a little, a little bit about our background and where we're coming from. And today we are going to talk about um, veterans and what we've seen in the idea of trauma bonding. Um, what Sean and I have seen and what we, at least I get fired up about is when veterans get together and specifically in groups that want to get better, uh, they end up just getting together and bonding over their trauma. And we don't ever see any like movement forward. It's just old war stories. And that's about it. Um, and I'm honestly straight up sick of it. And right. It's not just, just the war stories that where the trauma is coming in, right? This, this also includes, uh, any experience that was had while, while in service. So, uh, it's kind of crazy, right? I'll take the kind of out. It's crazy when I start looking at some statistics that a lot of people with PTSD aren't getting that from combat. Mm -hmm. So, so when we say trauma and, uh, we'll, we'll provide some clarity, right? There, there is, there's two different types of trauma that we see, right? Big T trauma, which is going to be, uh, like a very, very traumatic event that could be something that you saw at war, it could be a car accident. Um, if we want to look at, you know, sexual assault, stuff like that, that's something that we would call big T trauma. And then there's little T trauma, which is more of like developmental trauma, stuff that you learn growing up. So wanted to clarify that just in case, um, you know, anybody out there listening is thinking that it's only one thing. Mm -hmm. So it, it could be um, some smaller experiences, what we would call smaller experiences that we internalize, we make it mean something, right? And that that turns around and, and it, it does, it traumatizes us, right? It's the stories that we're telling ourselves about those situations. So I wanted to clarify that for anybody listening. Yeah. Um, I, I believe that trauma bonding happens because it's something comfortable. Um most of the time change can be can be uncomfortable and also can be smooth and it can be butter um most time it's not we know that um so when these veterans they get together they talk about what's comfortable for them and they always talk about trauma because that's what they live in and i've said this before and i'll say it again um these alpha males I'm speaking specifically for males. They don't want to talk about feelings. They don't want to talk about the shit that's going to get shit done and moving forward. So what they talk about is their good old fashioned war stories. And let's be honest, that doesn't get shit done. Um, you got to get down there and dig into the weeds a little bit. Um, so yeah, what we see a lot is these um, veterans groups talking same old shit. And they want to make everything better for everybody, preventing, you know, the 22 suicides. But if you're just in there complaining about your woe is me stories and not trying to figure shit out, yeah, you're going to get the same results. I, I hope that yeah. ramble made some sense. <laughs> uh, something that I'll speak into, Lance, is because a lot of people might be wondering, like, what is trauma bonding? Yes, please. Right? 
So in the veteran community, right, like you talked about, the, the most common one is war stories, right? Something that we experienced in war. Uh, it had an effect on us and how this typically plays out or, or all speaking of my experience, I remember coming back, right? Combat arms, did a tour in Afghanistan. And I remember for the longest time as I came back, I chose not to really speak into it because the story I was telling myself is that nobody understands, right? So I would, I would leave, uh, I, I wouldn't communicate what, what I was experiencing to anybody who hadn't been in the military and not only hadn't been in the military, wasn't in a combat position or didn't see combat, right? So I even filtered it even more down to, uh, oh, if you didn't see combat, then we can't really have this story. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, this happened even as early on as I left basic training, reported to Fort Campbell, and I remember in processing, hearing people's stories about basic training and being vastly different than what my experience was as a calf scout. Right. And I'm like, Whoa, wait a minute. Like you guys got to do this. You had that, like you guys got phone calls, uh, you know, all these different things. So I even found myself disconnected from them and I gravitated towards people that had similar experiences. And so if we look at that through the lens of what trauma bonding is, right, we all have traumas, right? Big T or little T. Um, and the reason why we bond over that is because it is familiar, right? So there is this lens that might help some people understand what trauma bonding is. And that is, it doesn't matter, right? Good or bad, what the feeling is, it could be anger, sadness, frustration, it could be happiness, excitement, whatever. We're gonna continue to seek more of what's familiar. And so when we meet people that have similar backstories as us, right? Or in this case with, with veterans going to combat or anything like that, we're gonna gravitate towards those who do have those similar experiences. And while in the process of sharing those experiences and sharing those stories, uh, there, there is this sense of like, oh, they understand me, they get it, right? So we, we open up a little bit more and we start to attract ourselves more to that because it's a familiar feeling. So <clears throat> through that lens, right, it, it, you can start to see how that's going to keep that could keep us stuck in those stories, right? I imagine everyone here uh, that's listening has heard the, the phrase misery loves company. Right. And the reason for that is, is because it's a we're going to seek what is familiar. So if we're in a shit story ourselves, right, we're going to find other people that that bond with that. And so to to put more perspective on it, um, this is this is how most of our relationships are formed anyways. Right. This is how we relate to people. We find people who have similar stories, similar experiences. And those are the people that we tend to gravitate towards not understanding or realizing that when we do that through the lens of uh, like <clears throat> something bad happening, right? It's gonna keep us stuck there. And mm -hmm. to us in those moments, it feels good, right? We, we view it as like, oh, I'm being seen and I'm being understood. And so we seek more of that. And then this goes on for days, weeks, months, years, right? In mm -hmm. Insert any amount of time here not like it in like we mentioned before it's like oh we're still in the same fucking story right and this is uh you know if, if we want to broaden this this scope a little bit more think about um anybody veteran or not and think about finances right people who have a lot of money tend to be attracted to other people who have a lot of money people right. who don't have money are attracted to people who don't have money because they have 
similar stories instead of, you know, someone who doesn't have a lot of money and they're looking to gain more instead of relating with people that don't have money, you should be seeking people that do have money, right? Cause that's the direction that you want to go in. So right. through that lens, we can help start to fo- like narrow down, like, okay, cool. As a veteran, if I'm still experiencing something and I don't want to experience it anymore, why am I still, uh, why am I connecting mostly with people that have the same experiences? Right. Trauma bonding. Yep. A very good definition. Very good explanation. Um, what came to mind when you said that? I don't remember who told me this. Several people. <clears throat> Find who you want to be like and start doing what they're doing. Simple terms. Um, yeah. If you start looking at what people are doing, like like you just said, hang out with people with the right mindset for money, hang out with the people with the right mindset for mental health. I'll just call it cognitive fitness. Um, Find somebody that you look up to and start doing what they're doing because they've obviously got something together uh, and they're doing something right. Um, One point you brought up, um, man, it just slipped my mind. Ooh, yeah. Uh, talking to the as many veterans as I do. Um, this is getting off a little bit of topic from the trauma bonding, but many veterans, they all, a lot of them think that, oh, nobody understands me. Oh, I'm by myself. And everybody that says that, I'm like, you're exactly the same as the other person that just said that. Like your story's a little bit different, but you're all going through the same shit. Dude, Girl, whoever you are listening to this, you're not alone. There's hundreds and thousands of people, military, non-military, they're going through the exact same thing you're going to. Um, you're special, but you're not that special. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Yeah. And, and is it cool if I expand upon that a little bit? Oh, please do. Um while we're talking about trauma bonding and so we're reviewing it through this light of healing would would you say that's accurate lance yeah right wanting to heal wanting to grow wanting to progress in our lives right this is why we bring up trauma bonding and why this is prevalent and why it's keeping you stuck uh what we're not saying is that your experience wasn't valid right? Your experience is 100% valid. It happened regardless of the the story you put on it. It's real. So even in that, like what your feelings is, is very real. No one's going to discredit that. And if they do smack them in the face and tell them to get away. Um, so I want to bring that to light. So that way, anybody that's listening to this, you know, this isn't an, an attack, right? And this is a working with the veteran population, uh, it is a little bit more tricky, right? We, we we have a lot of ingrained habits because let's be honest here. No one's really put forth the effort to support veterans coming back, right? And this is through the lens of combat and also through the lens of service itself, right? It's not just combat. Um, joining the military in general is a very different life than what most people experience. And we can acknowledge that, right? So when we talk about our experiences, there is a difference between bonding over it and acknowledging it. 
right? So that, that is a huge difference that I want to uh, help people see because you can acknowledge and uh, yeah, acknowledge your experience for what it was and you can share your stories. So we're not telling you to keep those stories in. Uh, what we're bringing light to is cool, share your story and then start to uh, start to gain some awareness around why you're sharing it, right? What are the, the, what are the outcomes of you sharing that, right? Sharing stories can be very powerful. So it, it, it is a nice check-in. Um, I, I want to elaborate on that. Um, sharing it not to relive it and feel the guilt, shame or whatever, but sharing it to move through it. And again, acknowledging it, like feeling it fully and then move through it. So yes. Yeah. Yep. That that's that's the distinction, right? Where uh someone like you and I that have some background in doing some emotional work and uh some more cognitive work as well, right? Th there is a very clear distinction there. And so I I've been a part of groups uh on you know doing some emotional work and the cognitive work where they're very strict on getting away from the story. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's, and that's okay. Once you have some reps in, right. Because we can get stuck in our stories and at the same time, sharing your story can be a very powerful moment to get, to help you release what is there. Right. And, and so I know one of my hopes is, you know, especially talking about this topic is gaining the awareness around that. So that way, if you do find yourself sharing your stories again, it's like, okay, why am I sharing the story? Am I trying to relive this and keep me stuck in feeling like you said, the shame, the guilt, whatever, or am I sharing this to create space? Mm -hmm. Right? Because if we keep it all in, it, it's going to get stuck in the body. Right? And I don't know how many people here are aware of, of what it means when I say that. And we can get into that in another conversation. That's another topic. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead, Lance. Um, uh, elaborate for others what you mean by creating space. Yeah, so <clears throat> we can view this through the lens of, do we want to talk about energy? Let's leave that. Uh, you know what? We'll, we'll <laughs> let's just leave it. We've been talking for a while. Um, cool. Anything right. you want to say to wrap up? Yeah. So creating space, we store everything in the body, right? Whether it's in the body or in the mind, right? So for someone who let's say has an overactive mind, right? If, if we're stuck in that continual thought process, yeah, I, I was there and I, I still am at times. Um, people were, we're both human too, right? Remember that. <laughs> so yeah, when let's the mental chatter, I would say is it, most people can relate with that. So I'll use that as an example, right? If you have the mental chatter, you have these stories playing out in your mind, whether you speak it or not, it's, it's continuing to go right. Same story, same story, same story. And so what I mean by creating space is through the acts of sharing your story, whether that's verbally or texting it, writing it, journaling about it, what, whatever, what you're doing is you're taking that from inside and you're putting it out. Right. So, uh, journaling is a really simple way to do this, right? If I'm sitting with something, I can write it all out. I've now created space for something new to come in. So this is very important when we talk about healing and growth and progression. Um, you can't move forward if the same things are still in there, 
Mm-hmm. Right. So if, if we're holding on to these stories, right, which can be boiled down to like, am I sharing my story to reinforce it or am I sharing my story to release it? Right. There's a huge difference there. Most people are stuck in sharing their story to reinforce it. Right. And this is why we get stuck in our patterns. Right. It, the way we feel our actions, all that fun stuff. So that's in a nutshell what I mean by creating space. Right. So it is important to share. And uh, we do encourage that. And hopefully now those of you that may have been stuck in, in some of these in these loops have a little bit more awareness around what it means to share and where you're sharing that space from. Does that sound good, Lance? Perfect. Um, anything else you want to say? There's a lot I want to say. Yeah, I know. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll keep it on topic. Yeah, don't worry. Many more chances uh, for that. Um, cool. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening, watching. Please like, share, subscribe. I don't know if subscribe, whatever. Just like, share. Um, and if you have any questions, comments, or violent disagreements, please let us know. Um, and we will be seeing you next week. Sean, stay on. And.